This classroom is my temple, my dojo. Which is why I should be able to fight you kids. Mr. Marlowe didn't put on a movie. He wheeled out the TV to put on the news. Uh, Some stupid bad thing probably happened. Now we're going to have to stupid learn about it. Well, good luck, news. I'm desensitized. (laughs) (laughs) This is Fraser Kelly for Action News Channel 3. The nationwide search for kidnapped mayoral candidate Mike Rhodes came to a tragic end today, but brought with it the hope for a pause to the senseless violence and death that this reporter has had the good fortune to bring you. Look, I'm not going to pretend it hasn't been good for action news, but I believe that we can all agree I have truly cut back on doing the sound effects with my mouth. (laughs) Hard to believe that only a few days ago, all was quiet in our city, the name of which Action News vows to chase down. (laughs) During our ongoing coverage of the mayor's race, Action News was there, inside Mike Rhodes' faded campaign, making use of the open bar at what was by all appearances a very (laughs) successful fundraiser. (laughs) Our polls were up, and so was his, for his wife, (laughs) the perennially kidnapped Kelly Rhodes, a former supermodel wooed by the candidate's arm hair accidentally gotten your salad charm and microwavable Eugene Levy good looks. Action News was able to talk to the Rhodes limousine driver, who had this to say. Uh, last I saw them was when Mr. Rhodes rolled up the back window. (laughs) And that's sort of an unwritten rule, like, when you're having sex in a limousine, you keep that down. (laughs) That's why a lot of us actually got into limo driving, so you're spitting on legacy here. But before the couple could make the beast with two backs and up to 17 erogenous zones if you know what you're doing, armed and masked assailants broke into their home, kidnapped Mike Rhodes, and attempted to murder Kelly Rhodes, which they would have if not for the intervention of a then unknown vigilante wielding one of those super sweet shotguns. You know, with the handled pumps so that you can blow scumbags clean through walls without even a hint of recoil, just like No, Fraser Kelly, you made a promise. A promise to the people of whatever city this is. The vigilante in question turned out to be this woman, known as Ruger, a former cop bent on avenging the death of her partner, and who certainly has a full name and rank. But the boys and I think Ruger sounds way cooler, so we're just saying Ruger. And on days like this, it's important to have fun. Plus, standards and practices wouldn't let me call her the vigilante. But oops, I've just said it, and there, now it's on TV. Ha ha, back to the news. 
It was believed, and in many ways it has been confirmed, that Ruger then kidnapped Kelly Rhodes before dealing out her own brand of justice, one that can be summarized simply, the only thing that can stop a bad guy with a gun is a fair-to-good actress with a consistently larger gun. <laughs> the days included shootouts at the mall garage that left one man smooshed on the pavement and another in the city's in-canon western studio backlot. <laughs> That left four men with resume stuffers to work the 4 p.m. show at Frontierland. Well, viewers, Action News Channel 3 can now confidently report that this long line of bloodshed leads directly to the feet of one man, and that is Wings Hauser, who is absolutely, positively everything to everybody. He's the best, absolutely the coolest part of this or any movie. I loved him from beginning to end. This, this reporter loved him. And that, that is why it's with a heavy heart, Action News viewers, that I report he does not make it through the movie. <laughs> we at Action News will miss him. And to the viewers at home, I said, wait a minute. I'm, what's this? I'm kidding. Yes, there were actually only two of you. The guy who invited me to that election event and Wings Hauser and they're dead. All right, well then there you have it, folks. Action News Channel 3 will be shutting its doors forever. And to all of you who stuck around, I say this. Blam, 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 blam. Eat it, whatever city you are. What a B story. <laughs> Fuck. Wow. Do you need a moment, Casey? I thought I was desensitized, <laughs> but now I'm sensitized. Let it out. It's what he would have wanted. Sibyl Danning is Druga. Und auch die hübschen Sachen. Das ist Entertainment. Kommen hier zur Geltung. Druga. Sibyl Danning. As the Rachengel von Los Angeles. L.A. Bounty. The following will not be in German. All right, guys. I feel like we could probably wrap this episode up pretty quick. Uh, best movie we've watched. <laughs> Wing Hauser is the best. Uh, a roll call. I assume you'll all say a version of that. First up, J.B. Kennedy. Wings Hauser is alive, right? <laughs> is he? I'm just Googling. I just need to confirm he's still alive. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Okay. Despite a weird Twitter blip in 2020 when somebody just said he was dead and everyone went, oh, and started doing in memoriams and then his wife was like, no, he's alive and is doing great. <laughs> Amazing. I okay. just mourn. I was just mourning character Wingshauser. No, no, no. That's who important. I'm sure had a name in the movie. It uh, was Kavanaugh. Didn't but need yes. to penetrate. Yeah. Didn't yeah, need yeah. to but penetrate. Don't want to hear it. Okay. Blasphemy. We'll call him Wingshauser. All right. My real opening thought. The Gilded Killer Shooter Upper, L.A. Bounty. <laughs> Josh Roth. Wow. Never before did I think I would say, just wait until the shootout at the box factory. <laughs> oh, man. Ooh. Oh, my God. It's like a box museum. <laughs> you watch a lot of movies with box factories. This movie has an elevated box factory. Yes, absolutely. I mean, everything about this movie is elevated. An L.A. Vated <laughs> box factory. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, Greg Hansen. I mean, I know that this is Wingshauser's movie, but I don't know. You got to give it to Sybil Danning. I loved it when she was all like. (laughs) (laughs) Flawless impression. It's like she was on the call. And I'm Casey Regan. Uh... I, this is the best movie we've watched, and Wingshauser is great. <laughs> we'd all be saying it, but I have no problem saying it. Yeah, it's so funny you mentioned that impression of Sybil Danning, Craig, because to me, she was very much, uh, if you take the, the, the most recent Halloween movies, she looked like current Laurie Strode, but <laughs> acted like Michael Myers, <laughs> in that she could show up literally anywhere she needed to be to kill people. <laughs> And killed them effectively. <laughs> How many lines did she actually have in the movie? Because about halfway through, I just had a realization where I couldn't remember a single line she had said up until that point. And then she said, like, one word. And then I was like, okay, that's a lie. Kavanaugh. When it's only single words, they're actually called dots. <laughs> <laughs> Nice. I uh, I I think what's great about this movie is you don't need any other actor to be good. That's how good Wings oh, House is. Absolutely. And the the rest of the actors aren't, and it doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think Sybil Danning really did. Uh, really did. Really rock. did. Really did. She really did. Yeah, I agree. She. I agree. She, she rocked did. those ever increasing guns. It's incredible how <laughs> they got bigger and bigger and bigger. And every time I thought there can't possibly be a bigger gun. <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing, though. Is she didn't have to be a character. She has wall hacks on, and she's got, she's she's like put in God mode and big head mode. Yeah, yeah. And she's just <laughs> like, there's no reason for her to show up at the mayor's no. at, at, at his house like in the beginning or to show up anywhere that she does it's just uh-oh kelly's about to die here's ruger <laughs> it's also amazing that like she... it follows but with ruger i don't know <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Sybil danning it feels like when she was writing this movie wait, because... wait what what the fuck Sybil <laughs> no. Danning no both wrote and produced this no. movie. oh Wait, she wrote and she didn't write herself any lines? That's why she wrote it, probably. Girl girl knows her strengths. Beautiful. (laughs) Fucking Kevin Smith writes himself more lines than fucking Sybil. Jay and Silent Sybil. Before we get to Sybil Danning, which is, you know, only two and a half minutes into the movie, the, the exact moment when we're introduced to Mike Rhodes the the mayoral candidate who is like a quote unquote law and order candidate i was like he's 100% the bad guy <laughs> because as yeah. in life as in art if you're a law and order person you suck well also that's just the lessons that law and order taught you right is that the person running for any public office is the murderer is <laughs> definitely the murderer <laughs> they they done did it wow they are so horny I like, know. Oh, they so met a horny. year ago. Oh, is that in the is that, that canon? It, that's canon. Yo, she's wearing some Nancy Reagan ass motherfucking sleeves in yeah. that like <laughs> she's wearing like I've never I've never even looked at a man dress. <laughs> and then they get into the back of that limo and they are about to splay out. Yes. Law and order candidate Mike Rhodes and his wife have just left the hotel after what by all appearances has been a very successful fundraiser. Our polls show Rhodes gaining on incumbent Mayor John Burroughs 
And Kelly Rhodes, the wealthy ex-model wife of Mike Rhodes, was responsible for many of the show business personalities who were here tonight. This is Fraser Kelly for Action News Channel 3. Well, what do you think? I think you're wonderful. Sure, you doubled your votes. Hmm. Based with the women. Now, Kelly, we've talked about it. He's got a lipstick mark on his cheek, a little lipstick kiss on his cheek, and she says, that's the price I pay for marrying the sexiest politician in the world. And okay, girl. <laughs> to which he replies, sure. to which he replies, you bet. <laughs> wow, he is the villain. The villain, and also sort of endearing to me because of how mind-numbingly bad I am at dirty talk. <laughs> <laughs> the lowest point of which being, at one point, someone gives me, like, plot of a Michael Douglas 90s movie, right? And my brain just fucking fries. And I said the word, sure. <laughs> like, it was like, hey, you want to do this? And I went, sure. The least, <laughs> the least sexy affirmative. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Only to be beaten by you bet. I finally <laughs> felt free of my embarrassment because of you bet. <laughs> I feel like we watched the roads start to have sex like six times. <laughs> <laughs> Including the ending of the movie when he's bleeding out, I feel like. <laughs> and after it's been revealed. <laughs> I'm just saying he literally like betrayed her in the worst way possible and she is still sitting there like kind of like clutching his his shoulder in a way that says like I still got you babe. <laughs> yeah, she she really loved him. Yes. Which was a we which was like a part of this movie I liked but was it wasn't a big part of the movie it didn't really matter so I didn't feel a lot about it but I remember thinking it's definitely a person defined by her relationship to a dude but <laughs> at the same time it's like the fact that it was just like she was like I'm going to find my husband I love that the like police break in the first things are like they took Mike. It like all felt very grounded, which is wild to say in this movie. <laughs> yeah, this movie doesn't have information, but it does have character. Like everyone mm -hmm. has a good characterization and a very clear like this is who they are. And from frame one yeah, of yeah, all yeah. of them. Yeah, you've got goon number one, goon number two, Wings Hauser, Wings Hauser. Uh, Detective Ricardo Montalban. Uh, <laughs> oh, he was everything. Kelly oh, and he Mike was Rhodes. truly everything. Um, the, ma the current mayor the of current LA. The current mayor of LA. Who's Ruger. very nervous. Oh, he was nothing. He was truly <laughs> he nothing. Was, yeah, he only existed for like the weirdest red herring in the world. That, and <laughs> that, a red herring that he kept shoving upon us. That's what I thought was I interesting. Was every We're time... all wondering who's the guy that did this. It would, be, it would have been so good if it was him. <laughs> I know. It's so funny that that mayor kept saying, don't, don't expect it's me. Don't think it's me, though. Or was it? Do they you think it's me? I don't know. I don't know. A guy, a guy who didn't do it sure does bring up this. <laughs> yep. I was frankly surprised at the end of the movie when it wasn't it. Yep. <laughs> I, I'm no detective, but uh, I feel like my number one suspect would be me. <laughs> <laughs> I love that because, you know, the other guy gets the juice for getting kidnapped. You know, you want a little bit of juice, too. God, it's <laughs> such an insane plan. It's, it's so bananas to it's have yourself kidnapped. To boost your ratings in the He's polls. He's the law and order candidate. Yeah. That's so sweet.
<laughs> That's such a sweet way to become mayor. It's so good because also they do a good job of not tipping their hand to it throughout the movie, I feel like. Like, there there are enough red herrings or just the straight up, like, well, it's a kidnapping. Like, why do we need a red herring? Well, it's just a kidnapping. No, no, no. I, yeah, but I I see. I think that it really just doesn't matter. No, it doesn't <laughs> that's, at all. That's yeah. why it works. Why it works is because your brain consciously knows okay, yeah. this nonsense, no need. <laughs> <laughs> Filter yeah, out. Save space. Use this as just like mental stretching period. <laughs> A cool down Gun for the next bang. Wing Sansers. Gun go bang. Gun go bang, bird bomb go boom. <laughs> oh, bird bomb. <laughs> bird bomb. <laughs> this is the greatest movie. <laughs> you know, he may be the bad guy in a very... <laughs> convoluted way. <laughs> well, not very convoluted, I guess. It's but. weirdly simple, but it ends up being convoluted because of the information showed on screen, <laughs> i.e. the flowchart. I.e. the flowchart. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, y'all, the flowchart so is... I can't. I can't talk about the flowchart. Yeah, the, vis- yeah, the visual information that is given to us in this movie, in terms of like what is written or painted onto onto surfaces, oh, is insane. The painting. The painting is maybe my favorite payoff in any oh my movie God. ever. Yeah. Oh my god. Ever. Yeah. We can't. Yeah. We can't yeah. spoil it now. And, we can't and, spoil and it. listeners, can't. you're gonna have to wait. Yeah, yeah, we're yeah. not spoiling it. It's Take worth your it time. to listen patience, to the rest of the podcast. Patience, patience, <laughs> All will be paid. No, at the at the point when the flowchart comes up, I was like, this is actually a moment that is extremely yeah. relevant to this podcast. Which is, <laughs> yeah. which is, we have not learned, other than Kavanaugh and Ruger, and I guess the Rhodes, Rhodes. we don't know any other characters' <laughs> no. names, nope, really. And like, so when she's just like putting names down and drawing arrows, it's like, well, I'm glad somebody knows what's going on. <laughs> thanks, for, thanks for catching us up. She might as well have written, like, Mac Guffin. <laughs> <laughs> right. It's such a good misdirect. There are directional arrows. <laughs> it, is like, it is literally going, like, look this way. It also truly doesn't matter. Yeah. Because, right. I'm now because every five to seven matter. minutes, somebody gets blown away. Yes. Or Wingshauser is talking to God. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God! And congratulating oh. himself on how cool his lines are, and they are. Yeah, <laughs> it's true. Yeah. He was speaking directly to us. God, who is God? It is. God. It is. This movie gives you the feeling of being God. Wingshauser was also speaking to his agent. I feel like in those monologues of why was I not cast as the Joker in the Tim Burton's <laughs> <laughs> The oh. Man? <laughs> Imagine him saying, have you danced to the, the devil, devil in the pale moonlight? moonlight. Same, yeah, same oh, energy. Fuck, same energy. That so would have been so fucking good because of how much he looks like a sort of contorted Michael Keaton. Yes! Like he's sort of, uh, he looks like <laughs> he looks too like much Keaton, Michael right? Keaton in like a smushy machine. We're the same, yeah. you and I. And that would have been so great for the oh. Batman-Joker dynamic. It would have way preceded what became the mythos of those two characters you know yeah that would have been so cool this thing we've made up (laughs) (laughs) this thing we've completely made hypothetically would have but it would have (laughs) who the hell are you guys oh oh. what the fuck waste the bitch come on 
she literally appears out of nowhere, yes. right? Like, I didn't... At the mayor's house, like, she just uh, Like, appeared. she's got her little convoluted flow chart that's supposed to oh explain my God. to us that she's... <laughs> she shows up with a Brom, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> You have the miscued Dawn. You have her being a little too short in the frame for how they frame her for first. <laughs> yes. Like, oh, shit. Get this woman Hannah, an apple box. Hannah. Get her an apple box. <laughs> we can't. It's a full body shot. <laughs> <laughs> Should have elevated the floor like they do with Muppets. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we got. I, I in that respect, I got to give it to Worth Keeter, the director, who, in my experience, fucking rules. Like, what else it, is like? What else have they done? He's like a North Carolina guy. He came up in the Earl Owensby studios, but he did a couple of movies, um, Order of the Black Eagle and Unmasking the Idol, which are crazy. Ooh, I like that. They're title. both about like a James Bond uh, with like a not an orangutan, but like what? something like that. That flip that just <laughs> that just gives the middle <laughs> finger. That is not where I took uh, that no. sentence to go. The the first the first one is they bring back Hitler. What? And, <laughs> It's, what? It's so good. It's so good oh. and played straight enough. Like it's like not played like Damn. an absurd comedy. Like it's played like a, a like a largely straight action movie with a few very funny bits in it. It's super good. He later goes on to directing episodes from the original series of uh, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Oh, my God. oh yes, that makes nice. sense with it with these action sequences. Does Beetleborgs? Okay. Oh, dude can fucking block an action sequence. Like yeah, they oh, were fun as hell. The action in this movie is hard hitting. Like every time. When people get shot, they don't just oh. fall. They go flying. Yes. Her yeah, gun yeah. has the power to propel people several feet, and it rules. <laughs> These squibs be fucking squishy. Yeah. <laughs> but no recoil for the 150-pound woman <laughs> with, <laughs> with fucking frail Sia hair. <laughs> Those split uns were hanging off the end of her hair like a chandelier. <laughs> Well, God does not need a fortune. What God needs is a little entertainment. I mean, that's what we're here for. You understand? It's Fred fucking the stare time. It's that's entertainment. What do you mean? What do I mean? What do I mean? What do I mean? I mean, I mean, I mean that God fixed it so he never knows what we're going to do. And our whole job is to play his little games to keep him amused. We turn him on, he turns us on. That's all this turn on. It's symbiotic. You think God wants to spend eternity with 144,000 chosen few who are all good people? No. He wants to be with thieves, artists, killers, painters. That's why it's important we use our imaginations. He's just, he's giving 120% and... We're eating well. And that's We're wings. Well. I know. <laughs> I mean, the tonal whiplash from Rhodes is kidnapped and Kelly is attempted to be kidnapped and Sybil Danning shows up and blows everybody away. And and then we cut to Wings Hauser just <laughs> painting. And there's like the jauntiest music in the cut. Yes. The scene begins. Wings Hauser is, yeah, painting a nude young woman. And their interaction is like, while he's definitely being like, creepy artist guy it's like there's something not menacing about him yet 
Well, the line's something like, you have such interesting thoughts because he's just like rambled about God. And he goes, why don't you? He's like, come on, look at you. You're naked. Yeah, <laughs> you're naked. It's so great. And I, I know enough to know that Wingshauser is always pretty much going to be the bad guy. But there was a moment where I was like, is he not the bad guy? I Are thought it was watching? a completely unrelated scene. Like, maybe these bad guys were going to roll up on their scene next or something. I'm like, oh, no, this makes more sense. Okay, okay. And he's monologuing seemingly off the cuff as most of his performances in every movie that he's in are like. Yeah. Whether or not the, that is the truth of the matter or not. He but, makes it the first time, damn it. He makes it the first time he says it. Every time he says it, that's win. And I rewatched it afterwards, and I realized that he's seeding all of his characters like oh, neurosis. And oh. so he's like, so it like he's seeding this whole. God wants to be entertained. Yeah, he's seeding this whole bit. He is talking to us. That's so good. Wings is always the best part of every movie that he's in, and this is not his most unhinged performance, but it it's is not- one. <laughs> No, <laughs> this is about, this is like a six or a seven on the wing scale. I actually, what I loved about this one was it was like, it was playful without being manic. Mm, which yeah. I yes. Know. He was, he held on to the charm always. Like yes. he always held on to the, the charming guy, which was very cool and creepier actually. I mean, the fact that the fact that Wigshauser's the Kavanaugh's business is called Gothic Imports Amazing. and it's just yeah, yeah, written yeah. in Gothic like font. I was like, and it's just crimes. He just does all crimes. <laughs> yeah, it's just dope. He just does just every single crime. crime. Yeah, cocaine. Yeah. Statues, I think. Some Lots sort of statues. Of statues, a uh, lady trafficking, I'm, I assume. Or maybe, I don't know, maybe that's just like someone from CalArt just like <laughs> there for like an internship or something. But Hey, she, apparently she gets room and board. All she has to do is come out for like an hour and then be dismissed whenever. <laughs> Where does she live? On site. <laughs> yeah, I, I thought it was a pretty cool deal. Yeah. Considering it is just the like shaggy dog ass setup to the painting reveal oh. <laughs> the shaggiest of dogs yes. <laughs> just digging around not sure what end you're even petting this dog is so sh- shaggy my god yeah because every time she's you know we cut to wings hazard she's laid out in some resplendently in some sort of chaise the lounge light is hitting her so beautifully like, just so there's just never so. been better conditions for an artist yeah, and he's painting away, and the only image we get of it at the very beginning is one quick dash of black and like red, red like yeah. really dark red, and and every subsequent scene that this happens, she in some way says like, "Hey, can I get a look at this painting?" And he denies her in decreasingly charming ways. Yeah. <laughs> at first, charming, and then and but never like out and out abusive he just gets a little like intense about it at one point their relationship always above board yeah (laughs) yeah honestly (laughs) number one school of rule of art school right (laughs) the model is not a sexual object the model is absolutely yeah (laughs) yeah Yeah. wings hauser was a criminal but not not a monster (laughs) i would say wings hauser in this movie's got like big friends scary dad energy yeah Yeah. Ooh. who's like Oh, I want to be your bud. Like you, you, you can call me Big Wayne. You know, and you're like that's weird. And he's like, he's like, I'm a, fu- I'm gonna take you guys fishing. And then, and then what he doesn't, he's like, fuck you. What do you, what do I owe you? And you're like, oh Jesus. Like, 
<laughs> yeah, and the fact that he's a Florida-based import-exporter, it's like, I, yeah, I see that. I know exactly who that overconfident uh, speedboat owner is. He's a, he's a Tiger King, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he's a Tiger King, absolutely. I, I do imagine the, this whole episode will be about Wingshauser. Oh, it oh. has to be. It has no, to be. I, well. He's the wings beneath our wings. <laughs> I have a friend who's like a Wingshauser like, neophyte, Uh and I'd seen the record, but I didn't clock it. But in 1975, Wingshauser released a record for RCA called <gasps> Your Love Keeps Me Off the Streets under the name Wings Livin' Right. Uh, editor of this episode, who is me? <laughs> oh, that's a needle drop. <laughs> <laughs> by the dare program living right <laughs> <laughs> no no it's like honky tonk okay it's, okay. Oh it's like uh it's like marshall tucker band <laughs> i i truly can't wait to hear it i can't <laughs> wait to hear it so much hey jamie you know what a good name for a dare program would be what's that the needle drop <laughs> <laughs> No, drop that needle. Drop it. <laughs> we will be playing Wingshauser For the rest of music the, the podcast the whole thing. is over now. This is a Wingshauser podcast. <laughs> I'm unfortunately tempted to just have the whole album playing underneath the entire <laughs> the rest of the podcast. Man, yeah. We just got to run through So it sounds wings. like we're just listening to it. So Kelly's arc in this, I know we want to dig into only wings. I'll just, I'll just hit the bullet, bullet yeah, points just, for, yeah. for, for the Kelly. The bullet the points. The bullet, bullet points. Kelly is able to survive because, again, Ruger shows up. <laughs> Out of, again, nowhere. nowhere. Uh, and then the police take her, not into custody, but into their protection. And she's driving around with her police escort when, uh-oh, Kavanaugh's people found her again. There's a crazy parking garage shootout. She's about to die again. And then, yeah, Ruger finds her somehow. Ruger is just able to, like, roll up whenever she's needed. Uh, and this begins the... LA's not that big, Jamie. Oh, you're right. You're right. <laughs> that parking garage chase sequence looks like some people and or equipment got hurt. Oh, yeah. oh <laughs> man. This bit where, where a camera definitely gets completely flattened by a car. <laughs> I love the stick to of keeping the shot that destroyed a camera in your movie. <laughs> I, I like the commitment there. Ruger, uh, yeah, intercepts the kidnapping in the parking garage after the bad guy kills fucking Sergeant Marshmallow Peep. Oh, yeah. Put in charge of protecting her. (laughs) (laughs) So it's this wild chase through this parking garage that ends with this guy getting catapulted over the side and off the roof. Sweet. A thing that I didn't expect to enjoy, but I did, is their unwillingness to show the aftermath of the guy, like, on the street dead. Yeah. <laughs> just the fact that you watch him He's launch gone. over, oh, yeah. and then and you just hear 
people screaming and the sirens building on the street below. Like, you know what happened. And there's, like, a part of you that's like, that's kind of a baller move from a filmmaker perspective of just being like, you guys don't need to see it, you know. But we're just going to imply all of this and, like, yes. yeah. and, like keep you with it. I kind of loved it. Tell Kavanaugh. Kavanaugh? I haven't seen Kavanaugh. You want Kelly Rhodes? You deal with me. Look, Ruger, I wouldn't even know where to get a hold of him. And even if I could, I mean... You tell Kavanaugh to call me. 6 a.m. So this is a, a brief part of the movie where Ruger and Kelly are together. Ruger is taking care of Kelly, but also will use her as bait. Uh, also <laughs> kind of has kidnapped her. Yeah, like, yeah, Kelly yeah, yeah, yeah. is not seemingly there of her own free will. Uh, yeah, but no, I will no. say this was a very important part of the movie for me. Oh, yes. Uh, because yes. I watched this movie at six o'clock this morning. Um, and we got to this scene <laughs> and Ruger brings Kelly a bag and she goes, oh, joy, hamburgers for breakfast. And I said, that sounds great. So I went to McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> Did you get a hamburger? I got an egg McMuffin. So no, Okay, I, I was going to say, I was like, I didn't know that they, were do- that they no, would give you a, a Big Mac. They the- won't. But like, still, they are weirdly strict about what they sell. There is something about like the, nothing sounded more delicious to me in that moment. And now we're talking about Wings Hauser all I over know, the place. And I what I'm wings. saying is, I'm hungry. Should we just order some? Wings? I gotta tell you, there's nothing more appetizing in the world than a late '80s, early '90s hamburger wrapped in oh, in that yeah, in that it, uh, paper. Oh. Yeah, in the crinkle, oh, in the yellow so crinkle paper. Good. Just let, mm, mm. Um, yeah, right. Stars of this movie are Wings Hauser, <laughs> that hamburger, that Sybil Danning, Sybil everyone Danning, else. Yeah, Sybil something. <laughs> what do you think, Jimmy? What do we do now? Christ, Kavanaugh just wasted. Why does everything have to be a game with you? Because everything is a game, Jimmy. It's all a game. What, you want to do it? With a damn gun. No, 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 no. Come on, get back. You're not playing right, so you lose your turn. Just hurry up. So she, this is when she has her dream sequence, right? The flashback? Oh my god, I love the flashback. It, which is a wildly specific... Was she there? No, I, so I think... <laughs> my theory is that that is just a very well-directed scene of what she imagines that to have been. Okay. And she doesn't know. Because it's very, like, surrealist. But there are, like, wildly specific details in this. I know it's shot yes. dreamily, but you it, you it it gives you Kavanaugh's personality and how he kills people, which tracks with what we see later on. But also, he says the Jimmy, which is the name of, like, the final guy she has to track down in his hot tub. Like, that's right, the guy that got away. The, the, fi- the final name on her flow chart. It's like, did you always <laughs> know his name was Jimmy? Or is she, like, thinking, is she think filling in the blanks as she learns details from other well, people interesting. into this? Uh... Well, she knows, she knows because she arrested him. Yeah, oh, and he got okay, off. Okay. Right. She, yeah, and he, he got off Which, on the technicality. Because she didn't read him his Miranda rights. Right. right. Yeah, okay. that's, okay. a, that's a Law and Order episode right yeah, there. Yeah, yeah right. Uh, I do like, at, at first when they did this, and Sybil is clearly like mourning this loss, I, I was like, oh, of course it's her husband or whatever. But I do like that it's her partner instead, and that they do skirt her being a love interest in any respect like i like that yeah. they yeah. just like that they're just like no 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 no. she is not a partner to anybody but her partner like that is the yeah she's yeah. a killing machine I, 
She has no yeah. other like Which I just I just like. I feel like every movie in the eighties is trying to sexualize even the action here heroines, you yeah. know? I like yeah. that they just kinda cut that off at the knees. Yeah, I also my first instinct was too that it was like she had lost her husband, right? And was on this and then yeah, our own you know what happened, Greg? Our own sexism was confronted. <laughs> that's how that's how strong this movie was. I like basically lost the mom is the surgeon riddle of movie reviews, right? Like, when, like I was like, yeah, I mean, she's avenging her husband. It's like, what? You mean you didn't know she could be a cop too? <laughs> you didn't know she could be a Terminator? <laughs> yeah. I, I, I couldn't believe it. I, I feel like I feel like I owe apologies. Did he have a name? Her partner? <laughs> I have no idea. Doesn't matter. It doesn't might have been what? on the flow chart. Honestly, huh? this is great. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. She barely had a name. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. That's, yeah, I do also love that the lieutenant, uh, that lieutenant um, uh, Rich Corinthian Leather, yes. uh, doesn't oh, yeah. ever call her anything but Ruger. Nobody yep. does Ruger. in the entire film. Oh, yes, I know this. Ruger. <laughs> Sorry, what is rich Corinthian leather? That's oh, it's Montalban. Uh, yeah, oh, Ricardo Montalban okay, was like the spokesperson for <laughs> like oh, it's fine Corinthian leather. I miss that. I, I've never seen. I, I I just think of uh, of him, you know, with his breastplate and in yeah. Star Trek Two. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> oh, con. You mean? But he doesn't say that, so that would be a bad. <laughs> rich futuristic leather. That's how you make. That's how you make anything start. Rich yeah. Cardassian leather. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. I don't mean to pry, Kelly, but how did you and your husband get together? Oh, it was at a last year at a party on a boat. Kind of a, a whirlwind romance. Huh? Swept me off my feet. That's very nice. God, I want him back. Maybe we should go inside. He does have the best exposition dump in this movie, which is him and Kelly uh, walking through a garden while, like, Spanish guitar is lightly plucked. <laughs> oh, my just... God. I thought he was making a move. <laughs> I, I thought he was making a move <laughs> on Kelly. It was so, so awesome. Me, how, how long have you known your husband? Yeah, also, that Not, was weird. Uh, he's, like, asking such deeply personal questions that at that point I'm like, did he order the hit on her husband? Yeah, that <laughs> kind of incriminates him. Interestingly, yes, it does. and it look, does. God bless fucking mustachioed Italiano Lutentiente. Is <laughs> he's got those fucking Glen Gary leads? I tell you, yep. he's gonna get. A, he's gonna get a lick of that brass ring. Like he's just so frumpled. Yeah. he's like the frumpliest man. Also, he I'm sorry, fucking, but we have to. Pause because because he's not Italian. A. He's Spanish. He's Spanish, right? Yeah. Yeah. His name is Henry Darrow. His IMDb bio says, and I quote: yeah. In the late 1960s, Henry Darrow was the all caps ultimate Latin heartthrob <laughs> on television. <laughs> all wow. caps. <laughs> With a smooth, ingratiating style and a killer smile that brightened up the small screen, he also hit a cultural acting landmark as the first Hispanic actor to portray Zorro on television. Oh. Oh. 
But you're right, Casey. He is very frumpled. He he is kind of the Latinx Columbo. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> una cosa más. Una cosa más. <laughs> <laughs> I apologize to anyone who may have been offended by my misrepresenting uh, the lieutenant character as Italian. Unless, wait, Greg, when it says he was the world's foremost Latin lover, are you sure they didn't mean the language? Uh. <laughs> are you sure? Anyway. No, it's a dead language. Then he'd be a necrophiliac. Oh. Wow. That's like two well, episodes in a row that I have stopped the podcast dead in its tracks. And they're not even bad jokes. It's just like, no, I don't know what wrong. to do. Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. I, I can't, you can't pile on it. You can't. You're funny. Jamie, I also loved uh, the lieutenant's exposition dump because he, when later, like when they cut back, after it's revealed that Bruger was a cop and it's the partner that she, that she had lost that she is now avenging, and it's because she had like not said Miranda or whatever. <laughs> Kelly reacts like a cop, Ruger, but she shoots everyone indiscriminately. <laughs> and he goes, uh, "Yes, she was a cop. Before that, she was a street kid. Never knew her father. Should I go back further? Uh, her father, he had gambling debts. And then he met her mother. She was a waitress. They consummated it on. Is this? Should I go back even further? Okay. Well, their family, they were Scotch Irish, and some were Germanic. Oh, too soon? Okay. All right. Protozoa emerged from the primordial ooze. The first life, a miracle, or was it? <laughs> Only Wings Hauser knows. <laughs> to bring it back to Wings. Yeah, oh that's God. right. We haven't talked about Wings in a hot second, so let's. Yeah, let's, no. let's so, we, so we haven't even talked about his his goon killings. So oh let's, let's, yeah, his let's goon kills in. are gorgeous. So the so it's the yeah it's the Florida man who told Ruger where he was. And maybe what he did, depending on what version of the script you got, yours or Wings's. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the, he... the ones with Wings's notes in the set. So to open it on the greatest note ever, he greets the guy by sitting on a ladder with his leg up against a wall, whistling at him Incredible. in the dark. And then he pours the guy a drink. And then smashes the guy's head in with a bottle. This is just the Ooh. beginning. He no, 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 no. What? No, not with the bottle. The he glass. takes his own. Yeah, oh, he has I a t- he has a tumbler, and he and he just winds up, and he just fucking. Oh, yeah, I just thought it was the bottle. Totally biffs him. Wings don't miss on the quips either. No. Wings yeah. Nor on the to on miss. the quips, or really, and this is I think to underline or to underscore like what Wings does best is duality like Mm. he does this like good cop bad cop same cop kind of thing where it's like he he can turn on a fucking dime and that's very uncomfortable threaten to kill me yeah she conned you no, no, no. She'd have done it. No, you see, she doesn't like uh, she doesn't like killing people in cold blood. It's something in her personality. I don't... I gotta tell you, she, she made it real rough on me a couple of years ago. Oh, yeah. I mean, she made it so tough on me that I had to leave my beloved country and go hide out in South America fighting off mosquitoes as big as your goddamn fist. 
And then I come back here and I think it's safe. And now it's just a matter of time before she finds out where I, where I am. And you know what I'd appreciate it? I'd appreciate it if you felt a little sorrow. Are you sorry? I'm so, I, swear to, I swear to God, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Lies. I swear to God, I'm sorry, Kevin. I'm sorry. I believe you. Don't you feel better? I mean, it's like uh, it's like going to church. Like, <laughs> yeah. What are you gonna do? You see, the deal here is uh, one of these is loaded. Oh. And one of these guns isn't. And then he pulls out two guns. <laughs> One of which he says is loaded, uh, and then like screams at the guy to make him choose. Right, and then, left, left, right, right, left, 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 right. And then he's like, "Oh, left, left," and he's like, "Oh, yeah, yeah." Uh, How about the right? <laughs> good. Is it good? Yeah. Oh, I know. I, I know. The camera keeps rolling, and he asks God how the take went. It's it's beautiful. He's like, "Hey, how's that?" Ooh, yeah, it was good, right? God, <laughs> little known fact, God's a fantastic AD. For a moment, <laughs> my brain created the reality where he was talking to what, Worth Keeter? Yeah. That's crazy. I, yeah. I love saying that. That's so good. <laughs> it feels like an adjoining piece if at Ikea you bought the Wingshauser. <laughs> yeah. It's like you got to get the Worth, the worth Keeter. Keeter. Yeah. To, you know, if you really want the full bedroom image. If you're going a little high class, you might get a simple Danning. Yes, yeah, so, well, simple Danning, of course, but for the end table. Don't forget Van Quattro. Who's that? Some guy, I don't know, but his name really, really got me. Uh, Jamie, of course I'd love to, but I just have no room in my apartment for a Van Quattro. <laughs> Maybe one day. What a Van Duo. What about that? I, I'd entertain a Van Duo. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, the, the the point when he fucking shoots the guy in the warehouse in the face, I'm pretty sure he, like, Ooh, that amazing. was a, I think they made a mask and they blew up the yeah. back of the head. It looks insane. Yeah. It looks so it, great. Y- you feel that. It is meaty. And, and they know, and they know how good a job they did because they show it to you two more times. <laughs> oh, was, there, was there a triple yeah. cut? Or? No, 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 not a triple cut. As in, he taped it on the VHS. Oh, that's and right. Sent it to the mayor so that we could rewatch that that's shot right. again. Yeah. It, it's in, it's diegetic. It's diegetic. It's amazing. Damn y'all, who the fuck? Does Christopher Nolan think he is? <laughs> Y'all, I'm going to say something. Yeah. I know he's dead. Maybe we should take Heath Ledger's Oscar back. <laughs> <laughs> A post-post-Ostrumous yeah, Oscar. Because it's just, it, yeah, it is just that scene. Yeah. I mean, it's that scene. It's that character. Yeah. It's that philosophy of outrun, outwit, out-fucking- Bird bomb, Survive. the vigilante that's after you. <laughs> I keep forgetting. This movie has so many crazy things, and I keep forgetting about the bird bomb. I, I want to get to it. It's so good. <laughs> it's crazy. This is, I mean, this is, a Paul has fallen across Christopher Nolan's entire legacy in my mind, frankly. And if the rest of you aren't with me, I may discontinue the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I love how often Casey threatens discontinuing the podcast. <laughs> Well, it's all you guys have, too, right? (laughs) Hey, Ruger! What's the matter, Ruger? Where's Mrs. Rhodes? I thought you wanted to deal. 
If it's uh, Kavanaugh you're looking for, he couldn't make it. Ruger gets ambushed at the Wild West backlot that is canonically called out by the TV reporter as a backlot, which I absolutely loved because you see the facade, like the back of the facades, you see the like railings, all of it. It's it, it's beautiful. And oh my God, her gun is so big and powerful. Yeah. She shoots a guy's hand off. It's red. It's very cool. It's just an excuse to have like an Old West shootout. And then when she shoots one of the guys through a window, well, I should say, she shoots all the guys through a window. <laughs> but when she shoots one, one, of the, one of the guys of which she shot through said yon window. From when yonder window breaks, but with the force of his body. Yeah. yeah. And they show the other side of it, and it's so clearly a facade. I went, wait, you can't. <laughs> what? Wait a minute. You're not allowed. You're not supposed to be. A- what? Oh. So I love that, yeah, later our Fraser Kelly is like, no, no, that was a movie set. It's so fucking good. So the next kill is the henchman, right? The lackey who gets away from the ambushed. Kavanaugh forces him to get in a crate. The other one snitched. I get it. The other one snitched. But this guy's only crime is just he couldn't kill Ruger, right? Right. Yes. Ruger got yeah. the best of him, which like feels like is not a punishable by death offense, but Wings, you know, he's judge, jury, and executioner. What well, he know? said to use the God-given power of imagination. Mm. Use it. And to be fair, for literally everyone else who has failed against Ruger, it has been punishable by death. Because <laughs> <laughs> she has killed everyone who has yeah, failed yeah, against yeah. her, except this Good guy. Point. So to see if this guy can follow one single order, he pulls a gun on him, has has him get into a crate, which he puts the lid on, and then makes him apologize <laughs> to him, and then he shoots the box. Can I just say, like the guy flying off the roof of the parking garage, this movie is like such a maestro with silences Mm -hmm. the moment when yeah he gets the he gets him in the crate he gets him to lay down this long protracted like and not ineffective no because like this guy knows he's gonna die but he's also like put out by it where he's just like come this is bullshit (laughs) like this this is bullshit (laughs) there is sort of no reason for that henchman to not get in the crate, not let the top go on him. Like, it's like, it makes sense for him to see it through, even though we all know he's about to get killed. (laughs) And then, you know, he says, like, are you sorry? He says, yes. Yes, I'm very sorry. And then he goes... Hard to breathe? And then doesn't get a response, and then shoots him. better (laughs) like that silence to me was so effective because the last thing uh, hench guy was doing was holding his breath yeah like the last thing he was doing was he was in a box not breathing it's just such it's such a cool effective villainy in a movie that there's only so much scenery to chew (laughs) even like like we have we have to point at some of it and go it's look it's scenery that's how little scenery they have but also just this moment where you're like who who is gonna continue to help? Like like you start yeah, to have yeah, questions like, does he about have like where's any this? other assistance? <laughs> uh, then we get like uh, our lead doing a bunch of vigilante stuff, 
And it's boring as hell. Yeah. Yeah. It's boring. There's a chase at the Griffith Observatory. That's cool. And I don't know who that person was no or idea. what happened in that so scene. I, yeah. So this is the bit where they like at the beginning, they, 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 they take out all the, the big bags of the cocaine. Of you know, the Domino's confection <laughs> of sugar. <laughs> yeah. And they go distribute this around. And this is this is the LA part of the LA bound team. <laughs> yeah. Forty minutes into this movie, we start getting the fucking Hollywood tour. Like we start getting like all every LA landmark that you could fit into a, an eighty-five minute movie. We deliver on the title of the movie. We just, I know we said the, the title doesn't matter, but you got LA, you got a bounty. Yeah. Uh, what more do we want, man? <laughs> and a bounty of action beauty and a bounty mm-hmm. of of wings. It's just not necessary. No. <laughs> Especially considering the flow chart. Yeah. <laughs> all, all of this could have been avoided by the flow chart. In the way of like, sometimes you go, this meeting could have been an email. Yeah. These seeds could have been a flow, flow chart. chart. <laughs> if you, when you got the flow chart in your back pocket, yeah. you can cut so much time out of your movie. But they don't. But but it's okay. And it's at a scant 85 minutes, we know why these scenes are included. <laughs> <laughs> but it picks up. It picks up pretty quick because Kelly gets a call with instructions for the drop-off of $500,000 Mulholland Drive east of Coldwater, which, spoiler alert, is not where she ends up because no, she's at, at the Mount Hollywood <laughs> Tunnel, which is nowhere near Mulholland Drive. Yeah, that was my commute, was Mulholland Drive in Coldwater. Guys, I have a shameful admission to make. Yes, Casey. Despite the fact that a large portion of this movie is in the Griffith Observatory, despite the fact that we're about to go to the Hollywood Hills, despite the fact that the movie is called L.A. Bounty. <laughs> During my book report, when I was making jokes about not knowing what city it was, y'all read that as, like, maybe he's doing irony. Yes. it's so obvious that it's L.A. Bounty. <laughs> I have to admit, I genuinely did not catch what city this was. I thought what was kind of funny was yes, so it didn't matter. <laughs> yeah, yes, Josh. I mean, now that now that you say it's called Wait. L.A. Bounty, of course I feel ridiculous. Yo, did you think it was La Bounty? <laughs> I did. I thought, there, I thought there was something, you know, uh, new wave about this movie. This is where they said that is nobody here? We're okay. Get out. Walk around the car. And I'll give you the money. Somebody's coming. It's going down now. Is that the money? It's here. Where's my husband? Come Let on. me go! Uh, a van drives up to take the money and Kelly... And the cop van gets a uh, grenade exploded Amazing. and it fucking rules. Yeah, I I also love they had our little fucking, talk about bounty, our fucking Charmin bear of a <laughs> lieutenant is just curled yes. up in the oh backseat to not pounce out of anything, yeah. to die. Like, I was glad he was getting a nap in before this character was obviously on his way to die. <laughs> his plan is truly terrible. It's his terrible. plan about just being like, we have one SWAT team van <laughs> That will somehow be there on time. That is following us all the yeah, way. D- despite definitely knowing that the bad guys know that the cops are going to be. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, right. 
But I think the greatest testament to worth Keeter's uh, worth Keetering a <laughs> action movie set is when the goon in the tall grass grenade launchers the cops in the SWAT van. Yes. You know, it's like you could see it like run into the brick wall of its production limitations. <laughs> and yet the manic way in which it's cut like a fucking 1984 like docudrama about a new kidding fucking London or whatever. It's like burning person. <laughs> Smoke, fire, and that's like a story told. Right, it doesn't just blow up in a long shot. Like you, you watch characters yeah. on fire right. for for a moment. Right, it's clear they had to blow up a not moving van. <laughs> like we, like we yeah. just yeah. like we can't blow it up and move it. So what do we what do we do? What do we do here? And they found a way to make that work. They made it fucking work. We have to shoot this on a western back lot that very clearly looks like a back lot. Okay. It's a back lot. It's just a back lot. I it's loved lot. that. It's <laughs> our back that. lot. You saw, because the whole time that they were shooting that, I felt like, okay, yeah, it's, it's no, a No, there's back a lot. great self-awareness to this movie. Like, And the lieutenant gets out of the car, gets shot, van drives off, but it's gets okay. Sh- gets shot. Lieutenant's bulletproof. Yeah, well, for, for now. Uh, he gets shot, but I love his reaction to it, which was to hold oh, his yeah, arm yeah. and go, ay, ay, ay. So fucking good. Uh, right, he did ay, ay, ay. God, at this point in the movie, I a part of me went, oh, no, the cheapness is showing. Like, fi- like the cheapness is starting to show. Uh, I can still see the edges, but I feel like I'm seeing like where this movie's kind of coming undone a little bit. And then the flow chart brings you back. Yep. The flow yep. chart brings you back because, you know, we needed, we sort of got off the movie a little bit. We're not near Wingshauser, who you want to be with. We're not even with our main character anymore. We're following the America's most kidnappable wife. <laughs> and, and yeah, so, so we need a map to get us back to the movie. Uh, the flow chart shows, you know, step one, coward, step two, Florida, step three, question mark, step four, profit, <laughs> step five, at blank, step six, Kavanaugh, Wingshauser. So Ruger fills in Jimmy, a character we had seen both in the flashback and in a cocaine dealing scene earlier with a long golden pinky nail to test oh, the coke. Hit like an older criminal. He looks like Elliot Gould if there was an H after the G. <laughs> he's sitting in a hot tub with two ladies watching more ladies oh. on tv oh man the jazzercise video he's watching it's more like jazzercex yeah like, you're just, right it's just butts it's just but it's butts it, it's butts i like how TV. you went to jazzercex not jizzercise <laughs> oh that's better <laughs> why no. we workshop it's why we workshop that's a good one. my favorite part of the movie or one of my favorite details maybe in any movie, Ruger comes in and signals for the two naked women to go, which they do. They get out of the hot tub. And then for like a good, hilarious three seconds, <laughs> there's just the slap of wet naked feet on the tile of the bathroom <laughs> as they get out of the bathroom. Amazing. Hilarious. Like a funniest uh, sound cue choice. <laughs> Very funny for the moment. Jimmy's got his hands up. She's got her like 
elephant gun pointed at him. <laughs> the Elmer Fudd's blunderbuss, like, pointed at him. <laughs> you know, she kind of, she implies she'll shoot him. <laughs> I was going to say she interrogates him. She doesn't speak, so. Uh, she... Oh, yeah. Yeah. Kavanaugh. Yeah, I remember him. He, uh, he lives around here someplace. 121 Maxwell. Robert, drop your little toy. Yeah. Before I drill you full of little holes, I, uh, I just wanted to remind you of something. Remember when Kavanaugh wasted your partner? You were supposed to read me my right. <laughs> he taunts her about how she didn't read him his Miranda rights, and she shoves the TV into the hot tub, electrocuting him to death. Mwah. Gorgeous. The, the, the bit about him taunting her about him going free because she didn't read him his Miranda rights is awesome as a moment of like character of just being like the smarmiest douchiest in that way where he's playing with her in the way that wings is toying with the other people where like he's like just sticking the knife in a little bit beforehand Mm -hmm. but it is yeah it is one of these moments that's a little frustrating because it's like the only thing we know about jimmy and her relationship to him is that she didn't read him his bread right, <laughs> yeah. and that's why she's not a cop. That's the only. So it is. It is, yeah. a, it is a moment where the script is just being like, "Hey, here's that thing that we told you before." <laughs> Isn't like because you did that, I've killed fifteen innocent people whose blood is now like. Does it make it hey, more uh, interesting? Remember the only thing you know about me. <laughs> hey, Ruger. Before you die, remember my significance to you? (laughs) I kept my part of the bargain. I brought the money. Hey, what the hell is going on? Mike! What is my wife doing here? Showbiz, Mike, making a little film. What's my, are you gonna tell her? Hmm? Cat got your tongue? All right, I'll tell her, Mike. You see, uh, Kelly, this was Mike's whole idea. I mean, he was behind in the polls, and what better boost for a law and order man's election day chances than to become a victim of crime himself? I mean, it's brilliant. Enough's enough. Untire. Ah. No can do. Kelly's tied up. Kavanaugh is behind the video camera from earlier, like, directing her, and this is where we get the reveal of things that don't matter that... It was Rhodes who organized the whole thing. Uh, the tracksuit he's in, by the way. Oh, it's so weird. That's doing a lot of heavy lifting. Some a lot of heavy Tony Soprano lifting is that yeah, tracksuit. Totally. He's he's feeling his true Florida in that. Yes. Yeah. He, between between that and Wings, who is like dressed in Tommy Bahama and eating (laughs) a a Reuben is like only a true pro could be a villain looking that Eddie Bauer. Yes. (laughs) Looking that like Second Avenue Deli in the middle of the day (laughs) and still be menacing. Mm. Rhodes (laughs) pulls a gun on Kavanaugh and this, this, my dear listeners, is where we get the painting reveal. Hi. 
So Kavanaugh like rushes Rhodes, knocking over. Well, he doesn't rush him. He calls his bluff, right? That's what's so great about Wings and the Kavanaugh character. Rhodes gets the jump on Wings with the gun. And Wings stalks towards him. It's like, all right, what next? What do you do next? Like, not saying it, but being like, are you going to shoot? You're going to kill me? You're going to kill me? No, you don't have it. Wings knocks over his own painting. Get the reveal of... Jesus! The Grim Reaper with his hands dripping with blood? And this is... A terrible paint. A <laughs> <laughs> uh, doodle. A doodle of the Grim Reaper like holding an eyeball is what <laughs> psychopathic. He's been, what he's been painting the entire It's my film. favorite reveal in anything What ever. he's been tortured it's, by. It is, for lack of a better term. A work of art. Yeah, yeah. So great. It's got real, like, Ghana posters vibes. <laughs> yes, totally. A Grim Reaper holding, like, an eyeball by, like, the tendril is, like, the Ghana poster for, like, Finding Dory. Yeah. <laughs> Just a hoot and a holler when that painting drops down. Because it's like, your first feeling it. is so deep, good. deep disappointment. Like, for a moment, for, like, a, at least for me, speaking for myself, for, like, the briefest second... I am filled with the profoundest disappointment at what that painting yeah. is. That has been set up throughout the whole movie. I, I know that it's been a mentally unwell man painting a beautiful naked woman while talking to God. <laughs> Mid-conversation with God. I don't know what I thought the painting could be. Yeah. I just never thought we were going to really see it. Yeah, because yeah. he makes such a big deal. Even though I knew we were because I read a letterboxed review that was like 80 minutes in the painting reveal gets me every time. (laughs) But I still like didn't think that that was what what was going to happen. Like there's no, there's nothing that can prepare you for what you're about to see. Even hearing us talk about it. It's like the fucking, what the collection of George Pickman or whatever that that Lovecraft. Yes, if we, if no, we show oh, these, wait, we, just, we just watched the Cabinet of Curiosities about that. Literally, but like Mike, Mike reacts to that yes! so, that painting like it's, like it's an Eldritch horror painting, like, <laughs> and not like it's what it is, which is a cell from the fucking trip out scene from Beavis and Butthead. <laughs> like, it's like, yeah, it, it is. It really does reek of like the art director being like, "We really need this painting, guys." And somebody's like, "No, my cousin's gonna do it." They're yeah, like, "Yeah." Are you sure? How's that look? Yeah. yeah. No, the it shoots looks great. this Saturday. <laughs> yeah. Is, is it good? <laughs> yeah, his reaction is beautiful, and Wings' reaction is even more beautiful. That was between God and me. God and me, God. It goes to show, like, when someone comes in and elevates a movie, what that really looks like, right? Because in the scenes that Wingshauser is not in, you get a taste of the movie we could have gotten, which is <laughs> like, yes. Wingshauser is doing something yes. very impressive here, which is, however much it's scripted or ad-libbing or mix or just him freewheeling or whatever, he's finding true motivation f- for like a douchey, low-budget movie where the villain is essentially writing about writing. It's like where the villain is written about like being a creative and how much torture, but also like liberation, but how like, you know, uh, it takes a imaginative soul to be a be a true villain because you have to imagine a morality or a god. It's Lloyd or... Kaufman doing Charlie Kaufman. <laughs> 
Yeah, yes. it's 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 a- like, actually correct. It's sort of incredible because he is just such a like dynamic and fun, and apparently, I it would seem thoughtful enough improviser to just create this character who has a pathological reality and like emotionality behind being like my art is God and death is my mistress or like whatever, whatever bullshit we were supposed to get by <laughs> the painting reveal. Right. Like, <laughs> that painting reveal without Wingshauser, right. Whatever that was meant to give to us. Oh, he it, found yeah. a way to make the whole movie about that. Yeah. Or at yeah. least, you know, the spine of his character about it. And he is the whole movie. <laughs> it is the, for lack of better term, poster child of the movie that would have been without Wingshauser. Yes. Like the level of, <laughs> according to the filmmakers or script or production designer or whatever, that is the death that the killer on the page was considering. The, the god of death, the god and like impermanence of art and self and death and murder that he's been obsessing over and talking to God over. That's the image. <laughs> so This 1963 pulp paperback cover. <laughs> yeah, something that's about to like fucking try to grasp Steamboat Willie for a second <laughs> before Cab Calloway dances all over him. Yeah, this is the, the, the scary painting in the like 1919 picture of Dorian Gray. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead, Ruger. Try your luck. Maybe you hit the bitch. Ruger busts the door down, backlit like an angel. She shoots out the whole gang in an incredible series. I, I so highlights. Ruger gets shot off of a off of a zip line. Yes. Uh, yep. Ruger drives a forklift into a guy. That's true, and she does kill a guy with a grenade, and we love, yeah. Yeah. We love, love a grenade. That. Kavanaugh dances down a hallway, shooting into the air and oh, singing. Yeah. That's so yeah. good. Wings is having a lot of fun. Kavanaugh has a remote control. And he can do a lot of things. This was his lair, y'all. Like, yep. this is... He, this is... I, oh, my God, Casey, I forgot in my notes I wrote, is he a Batman villain? Yeah, and he, he totally is. is. Yes, he's 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 why we need to go to the Heath Ledger's family, deeply apologize, <laughs> but wrench that statue out of their hands. Well, out of Heath's yeah, his casket. <laughs> yeah, it was buried. <laughs> this this final scene is both bananas and worth noting that is it kind of exists in two sections one which is the big bad action movie set piece that is the first half of the sequence the second yeah. is fucking home alone yes. Like, yes. yes yes the first is ruger killing what are left of Avanaugh's? I mean, it's uh, cool. It's not boring. Sorry, it's not boring. <laughs> it's shoot out. It's shoot out in the box factory. Which shoot out in the box factory. But comparatively to her showdown with Kavanaugh, life is a game, and the game is death. Life and death. Life and death. Life and death. Life is death. So Kavanaugh uses his remote uh, to turn on like a bunch of super bright lights to like blind her, grabs some smoke flares, fills the, the box factory with smoke. Uh, he... And loud classical music. Yes, like... in hyperspeed. 
Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's like, it's like chipmunked. <laughs> and he, he triggers a strobe light and a dummy target to confuse Ruger. Yeah. Uh. Dummy target that's a giant taxiderm pole. No, well, that's yeah, another, that's another that's one. Another, that's another, that's another one, one. There are multiple traps. Yeah. What in the world did he think was going to happen? <laughs> <laughs> Such that this... That this is specific, what he was prepared for. Yeah, that that he <laughs> had he had scene. twenty or so switches. At least three of them were dedicated to <laughs> inanimate objects flying around the warehouse. Yeah, yeah. And this whole time, they're just sort of blasting at each other, right? Uh, yeah, with their just... guns until Wings Hauser picks up a bunch of. <laughs> toy birds <laughs> that are really bombs but they flap the wings flap. flap their wings flap around and he just starts <laughs> hucking grenade birds and y'all something just hit me that scene starts with Ruger showing up in the doorframe, silhouetted, Kavanaugh like hides behind the chair that Kelly's tied to and goes like, you won't shoot me because you might shoot the girl, blam, blam. And then he runs away. Then we get the, the yes! henchman killing and the, the silly uh, Adam West Batman hijinks. <laughs> To get us just back to Wingshauser holding the girl, being like, you won't shoot me because you won't shoot the girl. Amazing. The bird bombs are unimportant. (laughs) The strobe light and 1812 overture is not used to to do anything. These may have all just been Wingshauser ideas. (laughs) (laughs) Someone give me a stuffed polar bear. I hadn't thought about it that this is incredibly sick Adam West Batman villain. The way they shoot the polar bear taxidermy attacking Ruger too is great. Like, like, cause it like goes slow-mo and, she, and this is the skin. The most emotive she's it's been so in the great. whole movie is, holy shit, a bear is attacking me. Do you think they <laughs> yeah. told her? No, I think surprised? it was a surprise. <laughs> And she wrote the movie, so that's hard to say. <laughs> oh my god, she did. Oh, it's I God, I totally forgot she wrote the movie. That's so weird. That's so weird. If Wings House if he were a Batman villain, what would his Batman villain name be? Would it just be Wings? I think it could be Wings Hauser. Oh my yeah. god. He's, he's gonna, yeah, he's and he's a bat keeper. That's his thing. Is wings. he's the Wings Hauser. Oh my god. <laughs> he's a, yeah. he's he's German and he keeps bats, but he like sends bats against Batman, knows like mistreats them and trains them and experiments on them. He takes the bats away from Batman. I love that. Yes. I love that. <laughs> he is Das Wings Hauser. Das Wings Hauser? <laughs> Don't you turn your back on me! Three to five, Ruger. That's all I'm going to get. Well, your fucking partner! Well, your partner got eternity! <laughs> Three years and I'm out on good behavior. And you lose again, honey. You lose again. 
the, the last, the final shot is so fucking good. The cops all pull up to the warehouse, like the whole fucking LAPD, and Ruger just walks away towards camera, nobody stopping her, yeah. and then we just cut the credits. Her business is done. And she gives one little nod to both Kelly and oh, the and old lieutenant. lieutenant. Who did absolutely Lita. fuck all. And she gives a nod like we, you know, whatever, like it's done, you know, the uh, the silence hero sort of nod. And it cuts to a two shot of both of them as if to say like, yes, a nod to both of you who I cared so very little about. <laughs> Either of you. You were not in care. this movie Goodbye. too. <laughs> Glad you're alive or not. I don't care. <laughs> Good, bad, she's the girl with the gun. <laughs> oh, won't you make these fucking wings yes. movies yeah. again so I can see them for so long? And then I'll watch these fucking wings, Hauser movies all day long. Uh, it broke away. Okay, rip off a point card. <laughs> <laughs> Bounty Ripoff Report Card is brought to you by my newest fan fiction opus, Hark the Hauser Angel Wings. <laughs> a story of a curly haired madman ascending to the order of angels only to murder every single one of them <laughs> while singing to himself. I love it. Would watch. One of LA's, and by extension the world's, most iconic locations, Griffith Park, and more specifically the Griffith Observatory, makes a short appearance in our fair feature film. Its ubiquity in film and television is nearly unmatched. Though its appearance in 1955's Rebel Without a Cause was not its first, it catapulted the mountainside building and grounds to worldwide fame. Griffith Park and the Observatory were donations to the city of Los Angeles by wealthy Welsh mining industrialist and philanthropist Griffith J. Griffith, <laughs> no. whose parents yeah. were apparently very cruel to their children. <laughs> His donations of the grounds was said to be a safe haven for the common man. He was quoted as saying, It must be a place of rest and relaxation for the masses, a resort for the rank and file, for plain people. I consider it my obligation to make Los Angeles a happy, cleaner, and finer city. I wish to pay my debt of duty in this way to the community in which I have prospered. Seems like a good dude, right? Well, that was until he shot his wife in the face! Oh, shit. <laughs> what? Though he was apparently thought to be a teetotaler, he was in secret a drunk with paranoid delusions. One of these delusions was that his wife, a Catholic, was conspiring with the Pope to poison him. Oh, no. So while vacationing in Santa Monica, staying in the presidential suite at the Arcadia Hotel, he came into their room with a revolver and said, quote, get out your prayer book and kneel down and cover your eyes. I'm going to shoot you and going to kill you. His wife knelt on the floor in front of him, and he shot her in the eye. She wasn't killed, and so jumped out the window, oh. landing on the roof below. She survived. Oh, my, oh my God. God. <laughs> when he was to be arrested for the crime, he said he would surrender, but instead, according to the LA Times, at the last minute, went bar hopping instead. <laughs> In court, his defense hinged on, quote, alcoholic insanity. 
which ultimately granted him a lesser prison sentence, only serving about a year and a half in jail. <laughs> oh, uh, <God>. what? <laughs> Upon being released, he started to lecture on prison reform, and in an attempt to soften his name writ large, gifted the Greek theater to the city, which also resides in Griffith Park. Wow. And that has been the L.A. Bounty Rebuff Report Card. Fascinating. Why is, it, why is it still named that? I will never look at it the same. His middle name is Jenkins, too. Griffith, Griffith Jenkins, Jenkins Griffith. Griffith. No wonder he went insane. So we will take for our friend Wings <laughs> any awards you won for the Dark Knight. It's a shame. Because we will take... Apart your things. Nice. <laughs> so, so that I'm tired. <laughs> <laughs> Rip off <a> four cup. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Though Thanksgiving is over, let us give thanks for our L.A. bounty. (laughs) And decide, classmates, what may end up on the final test. In honor of Wings Hauser, I'm going to go house some wings for dinner. Thank you. (laughs) Yeah, Casey, I think we need to make this an entirely Wings Hauser-focused podcast. I'm thinking either... Video Hauser or Wings High? <laughs> I love Video Hauser. <laughs> I love Video Hauser. Young, young man, this is a Wings Hauser. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that's it for today. So why don't you just uh, disappear? <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. Ooh, that's it. Oh, for my final thought, I should have myself kidnapped. That's brilliant. And then I'll be able to get at my wife's money. What? Wait a minute. (laughs) Spotify wrapped. (laughs) Now we're Spotify wrapped. I'm Spotify and I'm here to say. (laughs) I'll never pay artists right any day. (laughs) We're the record industry. We own it all. We're here to put up a wall around podcasting, (laughs) y'all. Hello, Video High classmates. I have been kidnapped and am being held against my will. My captors have this list of demands. First, they want me to thank you for listening to our L.A. Bounty episode. Please, I have a family... Okay, I'm doing it, I'm doing it. Also, they want me to thank Seth Applebaum of Ghost Funk Orchestra and Gabriella Tessitore of the band Scout Harris for our theme music, Justin Ferraro for our band music, and Shearer for our logo, and of course, Mr. Philip Marlowe, our teacher, if you're listening, please send help. They also ask you to send five unmarked stars to our page on Apple Podcasts, or to head on over to our Instagram at Video High Podcast or our Twitter at VideoHigh.pod. Now, please, just let me go and I'll, I'll, tell, I'll tell everyone. I'll tell everyone that our next lesson 
is on the 1989 holiday horror movie Elves. That's your sign screening. Please, I just want to go home. Um, Josh, do are you also recording the whole thing just in case anyone's mics or something? Oh, let me recording in progress. Now I am. Ooh, the masculine urge to hit leave meeting <laughs> when that comes up. I shall not be recorded. I shall not be spied upon. Simple Equations Podcast Network.